Hello, beautiful souls. Victoria Mador here from Soul Healing Tribe and Awakening the Healer Within Training Program.com. Today, I want to talk to you about. Well, I actually recorded this yesterday and it disappeared. Apparently, I didn't hit the button or something happened, but it disappeared. So I want to go back to that conversation. And the conversation is about diving deeper into why some people have to sleep with the lights on, why it's convenient for them, and the spiritual reasons why this happened. And I know a lot of people are very confused about why am I afraid? Why is this happening at night? I talk to a lot of people, a lot of clients too, that even when they have worked through the healing process, they also still feel like there is still more there to navigate through, especially when they had a bad day or their energy is a little low. Uh, sleeping with the lights on, something on helps tremendously. So I want to focus into... I want to go deeper into the origins of why this happens, the energy, how to understand the energy so that you can understand why this happened and that you can get a deeper perspective of, wow, I never even considered that because this is actually pretty amazing. So let's go back to, um, you know, people that, are very sensitive, especially in this age where there's so many people here, like workers, starseeds, spiritual workers that are here to assist with the ascension of the planet, right? To liberate a lot of souls from the karmic will. So from this trap so, of the karma. So why this is interesting is because when you start putting two and two together and you start to understand energy and go deeper into what is energy and why some of us uh, deal with this, it's really fascinating. So let's go through, and I don't have an agenda, so I'm just going to talk, you know, uh, and, and even if, if it sounds like I'm crazy. So if we start with the, with the history of I don't know if you ever seen any of the previous videos from a couple of years ago or last year where I talked about the fact that some of us are filtered through this matrix. Um, those people that are like workers, star seeds, spiritual workers that are really coming in with a lot of the, these people are very highly ascended beings. They have a lot of power within them. And they come in into the matrix and they have to infiltrate themselves in order for them not to be seen. Because when, when you fight the wall that is happening, the war that is happening in the astral realm, there is a major war. We all know about it. I tend not to really talk about this because yeah, I don't want people to think that it's all negative, right? Because it's not. We obviously have a lot of people, a lot of beings that are assisting in this to fight for this place, to fight for those souls that are here now for all of us. So when you consider that the fight cannot be fought from the astral realms because a lot of souls will be destroyed, we also have to know that a lot of people volunteer, and this is not the Dolores Canyon basic thing, like the three ways of volunteer that they came to help and this and that. Yeah, but why did they have to come, right? Like they had to come because people were trapped in the wheel of karma. 
And why people are trapped in the wheel of karma is because of the energies that made this place, this realm, had a different agenda. And it keeps a lot of the souls trapped as, you know, a farmhouse to collect the energies of the souls that are here in order for them to continue to assist in, you know, in, in a lot of these energies are sold throughout the multiverses and so on. So I know I'm going a little deep into the deep end here, but I normally putting a little bit here and there, but don't go crazy like I'm I'm about to. And maybe that's why the video disappeared because honestly, um, I'm pretty sure I hit the record button. But anyways, I know I sound I sound like I'm crazy right now. So even if you know the story of Sophia and the Nahamari Library, if you if you read the Nahamari Library and, and you read some of the old tests and you go deeper into all of that, it, it starts making sense. It starts making sense and collaborating with what I already had from before, putting two and two together to the point where you get to the point and you're like, oh my God, this is no, this is crazy, too many synchronicities. So my head is going like this right now. So, anyways when you start thinking about the story of the origin of this place and the purpose of why this was built and then how some beings interfere and took over and creative the humans to be an enslaved civilization and for what purpose for the energy so you have a lot of beings that were trapped in this wheel of karma. And, and that's why you have to be careful with karma because then you you fall into the same trick, right? Like you, I have to pay for the karma. I have to, you know, and, and this is very easy to do. So we have to be able to navigate through it, through this matrix to really understand what's the point of all of this. The beings that are here that volunteer to come in waves, like Dolores Kenyon mentions, a lot of the time it happens in waves, little by little, trying to filter through the system so that they cannot be seen. Because if they're seen, then they have to do, they have to put up with a lot of things, like a lot of my clients have to put up with, like being attacked constantly by these formless or form energy forms that basically attack the light body of basically the soul of the beings that are coming in to help with the rise in consciousness so imagine that when we are being born we go through a tube this is medical. Uh, if you go into the medical research, um, I, I've been studying a lot of medical research just so that I have some uh, medical um, scientific point of view of what happened when we're doing a, a wound regression. So uh, as part of my training um, is going through a lot of research in one of the trainings that I'm um, in the process of doing, which is a two-year degree, and we learn and we have to read a lot of research, medical research, to collaborate the things that happen in the different hypnotherapy sessions, including wound regression. And in those medical research from the British Association and the, and the US American Association, what you're going to find is that a lot of the, the research indicates that 
when we're being born, anyways, we're being born and we're coming in and the, the soul is being implanted. There is the energy that is being implanted that it starts growing. And then up to year seven, the full soul is in, right? It's anchored in. It takes about seven years for the soul to come fully in and the brain to form and everything else to form all the things that we know about that makes us who we are and all the things that we go through to develop the mind, right? And the brain and the body takes about seven years. So one of the things though, is that when we're coming in from the spiritual point of view that collaborates the, the medical point of view is that when we're coming in, we're coming in through the tube, that core that is connected to your mother, right? To the placenta. You're coming in through that tube. It feels like a tube when we're in regression. Sometimes people say it's like a tube or it's formless. I can see that I'm going in and I anchor myself there in my mom's belly. And when I do that, a piece of my soul is coming in, is accommodating itself there. And little by little, it grows and grows. And the more the body has, the more light it can absorb. So what happens, though, is that when we're coming in through the tube, I'm going to call it the tube for easier vis visibility, imagination. So when we're coming in through the tube, because of the light that these beings have, these ascended beings, the light workers, the star seeds, the spiritual workers, however you want to call them. These are ascended beings from throughout the galaxy, throughout the universe, throughout the cosmos that are coming in because they say, you know, I cannot do anything from up here. I'm going to have to go down there. So they volunteer, they put a plan in place, they come in and when they come in and they're coming in, that light that they have it's like an explosion that attracts, it's so shiny. It's not an explosion. It's so shiny that attracts everything around the realm, the astral realm, because you do have to come in through the astral realm, right? Like you have to come in in order for you to put anchor yourself in the body of the little egg, right? So when it's coming in, it's so bright that illuminates a lot. And because it illuminates so much, because it, you have so much light, a lot of things that are form and formless are going to notice that light and it's going to go towards that light intentionally and in, unintentionally. Because unintentionally happens because it's so much light that it, it's like a magnet. And the intentional ones are the ones that are working with the dark forces that are saying, we need to prevent this energy for, from coming in fully. And we need to figure out how to keep a piece of it so that we can farm, we can grow that energy and continue to receive energy. And that's sometimes how a lot of the implants are put in, in the body, in the astral body of who we are here now. And of course, you know, I think the more that I meditate and go deeper into understanding that, the more my consciousness expand so tomorrow or next week i might give you a little better idea of what i'm trying to say so anyways when it's coming in and it's bright and those things are coming in attracting to it or intentionally being attached so that it can prevent you from really being who you're supposed to be and it 
also because they need it. They need that light in order for them to continue to assist. So the only way that they can get it is by stealing it from you. So when you're coming in already in the womb, what you're going to see is that a lot of people that are doing womb regression, they're going to say it's so dark, not just because you're inside the mother belly, but when you start diving deeper into what do you feel when it's so dark and what happens when this happens and this happens and this happens and this happens. A lot of people, when I take them back a little more, they are so surprised. And sometimes they have done all the regressions and they're still surprised that they can go even deeper now and see and experience more because their filter has expanded. They can see and feel more. They can get more understanding that they couldn't get before. The more that you might expand, the more you're going to be able to perceive the different angles of what you're experiencing. So I want you to know that when you are coming through the womb, a lot of people that are light workers and star seeds, spiritual workers, they are going to be attacked already from that moment so that they, they there is energy leaving you already it's being stolen it's being taken it's being you it's not that you're giving it for free it's being taken from you and even though you knew before you were coming that you had to do this and that that was going to happen because unfortunately those things know how we those other beings come in so the more energy that you show the more energy that is going to attach to you so that's why sometimes people say how can i have so many spirit attachments well it's because the more like that you have the more attachments you're going to attract so when you go through your healing process you're going to start letting go of those attachments because you're going to heal the things it's almost like imagine that you are this magical like the sun very shiny very sparkling this is you and when things see you they're going to come and attach to every part that they can they're going to attach to every part that they can and they're going to continue until they, you know, you, until you come out or you start going through different experiences and so on. Now, let's say this has to do with the wound. This one has to do with year one issues, year three issues and so on. When you start working on the wound, this energy that attached here that was creating whatever issues of feeling afraid of the darkness, feeling low feeling tired and you start working on that this spirit is going to disappear you're going to release it and you start working on year one and so on until you start releasing all the different traumas these are anchors of the traumas and when you have an anchor of a trauma and because you are coming in you volunteer to come in you also had to be programmed with several things, different past lives, different traumas. You're going to pick up the, you know, you're picking up the trauma of the family that you're coming through, right? So you are so volunteering to clear their trauma, to clear the karmic issues so that they, the whole collective family can ascend. So it is heavy. It is going to be heavy. It's not going to be easy because you're working for many, 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 many souls to help them ascend. 
So you start working on the fam financial issues. You start working on the mother issue, the father issue, the siblings issue. You start working with the friends issues. You start working with having issues with authority and this and that. That's because you are working for the entire family. So when you come in and how this relates to the darkness, I'm going to put it two and two together in a moment. But when you come in, you are agreeing to do everything and accept all the programs of the ancestors so that you can break through them. So when you go through past lives, it doesn't matter if it's your past life or somebody else, you're processing the past life like it is yours because it is your ancestor, it's you, everything is one, it doesn't matter. You are transmuting those past lives, whether it is for you or your family, it doesn't matter. But you have to put yourself in the first person so that you can really do the work. That's how it works. So you are transmuting for the whole family. You accepted all the things that the family had to work through and you took it in as your problem. And now you have to go through those lives, work on those lives, past life, parallel life, this life. Is It disconnected. I don't know how much if I lost it, if I lost the video or no, but hopefully I didn't because this this is the second time that I'm trying to do this. And I'm telling you something, it, there is definitely interference. So anyways, when you come through and you're going through the darkness, you're already understanding how the darkness works. You already know how they work. So your soul knows that at nighttime, when it's dark, those things are more powerful. They have more energy within them to do things, to manifest, to observe. And you're merging because you are very powerful. You can feel and sense and even see and hear so even though you physically might not know that that's happening, your soul is letting you know, this is what they're saying. This is what they're looking. This is happening. And it sounds like there's two of you having two different experiences. But in reality, it's one. And somehow your lower you and your higher you knows it. So at nighttime, when those energies, the frequency goes down and those, those energies can come up because they resonate at the lower frequency when it's dark they will come up and they are going to be attracted to your energy because you still have so much within you. They're going to be attracted to your energy. They want to eat from your energy. So therefore, they're going to try to mess with you. And that's how they do it. So when you are refusing to sleep with the lights off, it's because you know something is happening here. So the lights on, 
that light that represents light, that light bulb that represents light, it also helps because it represents, it raises, it, it, it's not that it raises the frequency of the room, but it prevents a part of you to feel like everything is dark. Therefore, it's easier for these things. It's almost like a disconnection. Like when every when you leave a little light bulb on or night light, it's almost like you letting you know we are not going to allow um, myself to low to feel here or whatever whatever is happening because there is a trauma that you still haven't worked through that you know you need to work through but because you haven't worked through you know there is a hook there for them to hook so your little you is saying i'm gonna leave the light on because you know uh, i i need i know i need more work to do but maybe i don't have the money maybe i don't have the time maybe i don't know that i need the help so this is going to help me sleep it's going to help me not be completely in darkness because when I am in darkness, I am in the astral realm and the darker it is, the more powerful you become in the astral realm and you can sense, feel and hear things. So you know why the dark rooms in Guatemala and some of the places are very powerful and you spend three or four, five, seven days or 30 days in, the, in those rooms because you open up your third eye to the point when there is no coming back right from it. So when you are in your room and everything is dark, you're doing the same thing. You are letting go of the physical senses and going into your spiritual senses. And because of that, you can feel and see and have communication with these beings. And if you're not ready to address them or be in your power, you know that leaving the little lights on is going to help you get some rest. So the more, and I'm going to go into a different, uh, deeper, more, maybe part two of this conversation in another, another time. But I want you to know that there is a reason for you to experience all of that. When you are so powerful, a lot of things are going to be constantly going after you. A lot of things are going to be wanting your energy. And if you came to assist, you better know that you are being observed by these entities, right? So the more power and the more healing that, that you do on yourself, the less power they have over you and the more afraid they are of you. So they will leave you alone, which is why I always talk about when you go back to your heart and you operate from that space of the heart and you're really vibrating high those things cannot come near you because you're like a reflection a mirror and they can see themselves and pfft, they don't want to see themselves <laughs> so that the the low vibration is what keep the, keeps them alive the fear the doubt the confusion the shame the anger the rage the jealousy the envy all of those things are going to keep them alive and it's going to keep you connected to this being. So you have to operate from your heart space, but to work from your heart space can be hard when you're so dissociated because a lot of your energy is fragmented, which is why doing the healing work that we do is so crucial. 
I mean, my, I mean, I don't, I don't want to go into my clients, but when I see my clients do the work and they get to the next level of that, and there is no fear anymore, there is no doubt, there is no confusion. They are standing in their power and they become someone that they know they can trust themselves. They become, they know who they are. They become aware of who they are and why they're here. And they really know it to the point where no one can take that away from them. So that, that's what I'm talking about. When you get to that point, you know what your purpose is here. You know what is the point of all of this. And things start making sense. You understand you get to the point where you can understand that you're here for a cause that is bigger than you. There is no need for victim mentality. You overcome that, right? It's not like this because it does take time. But you overcome it. For 30, 40, 50 years, you were not able to do this. But when you start doing the healing work, you leave the victim mentality away you also leave the mentality that takes more time because this one comes with ego i have to be the savior yes we're here to do our part but i am not the only savior and i'm not going to be the only one that saves humanity this is collective i see you i feel you i respect you you are my sister you are my brother we're going to do this together i don't need to be the one because that with that comes a lot of ego so when you start, or in, and then sometimes you're just like the freaking observer. So you have this beaten triangle um, thing going on. You go from beaten to, I need to be the one to save. To No, 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 I don't need to be the one to save. And I don't need to be the beaten. But I also cannot be the observer because that would be, make me a beaten too. I need to be in my power. I need to do my part. You do your part, I do my part, right? When you understand that, things start shifting. You are free to do and decide what and who you want to be. So this is important because when people that are having issues with sleeping in the dark, they're still in a place of fear and dying confusion, right? And sometimes you go through the waves where you work through one thing and you go to the next phase and maybe again, you feel like, oh, today I need a day off. I need to sleep with the light on because you know, that you are so powerful that when you go deep, you go deep. And, and that is okay. You know, I'm not going to put anyone down. In the next video, though, I'm going to talk more about the energy because I think I got sidetracked. I'm going to talk about more about a little bit of the history of why this happens. Why? Yeah, I'm going to leave it here. I'm, I'm just going to leave it. I, I feel like I'm, and I got disconnected and this is the third time. So now I don't know if I recorded any of this, which is a major distraction for me right now. All right. I'll see you guys on the next one. Thank you so much for being here.